Fisher. We're talking real money. Well, we're back on a brand new radio station. How did that happen? Just one week to the next. Brand new place. Hi, everybody. I'm Don. That's Tom here on Northwest News Radio. Formerly? Some other kind of news radio. Oh, okay. We can't say that. I'm just not going to do it. I just, you know, if we do it. The station formerly known as. No, 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 no. If you do it, then you're going to be, it's the habit will will be difficult to break. We must break the habit. (laughs) There's something I'm just going to keep on. I don't care. I'm old. You ain't going to change it now. Well, you, you are Mr. Rut Boy. I mean, come on. You really are. You call me every morning at 9.30 a.m. Not just 9.30 and 30 seconds, but 9.30 and 00 seconds. That's not rut. That's precision, dude. (sighs) Yeah. Grape nuts? (laughs) I only eat those on weekends. Uh, Oh, rut. (laughs) Hi, everybody. We're not going to talk about grape nuts or ruts or radio stations. We're not. We're I have gonna... a backup box, by the way, because they're you go through the they're they're running low again on grape. I don't know what's they apparently don't grow grape nuts or something anymore. Well, but they're running low. You know, again. They, they import them from China <laughs> in big grape nut slabs that are made at the <laughs> giant grape nut slabbery, saving them for the athletes that aren't showing <laughs> so they, up for they, the games. They bring over like twenty two thousand pound slabs of grape nuts because they only have the breaking machines over here where they break them into. So little... right they're they're circling Long Beach they're right circling now. Circling Long last, Beach. Uh, yeah. Last October or something. Right. Okay. Mm. And the birds are going, wow, there's some good Look stuff in there. Nuts. Uh, yummy. See, we, we're still doing food. I want to give you a phone number so that you oh, can, you can call us and tell us to be quiet. 855-935-8255. 855-935-TALK to talk about real money matters because real money, I mean, it's really a part of your life and you really have to deal with it. And there are a lot of, uh, problems concerns, things that will trip you up, that will make you crazy, that will drive you nuts, particularly if you were an owner of the stock formerly known as Facebook. Speaking of a formerly known as, wow, when was the last time you saw that big a movement in a single stock in a single day? Well, and a single huge company. You may see that with smaller issues. Yeah. But that's a kind of a big player. Well, it was almost um, a trillion dollar market cap prior yeah. to Thursday. We're talking about Meta. Yeah. Meta. Dumbest Meta. I am not going to play in the Metaverse. I don't care what you tell. I'm too old. I'm not Meta-ing. Just lucky enough to have a big screen television. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, for the people that want to own individual stocks, Meta show you how you shouldn't be doing that, okay? Meta so show you how. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay, so yet you lost 26% in one day. Yeah. Big deal. Right? Two investors no. walked into a bar and <laughs> met a bad day. <laughs> met a real bad day. Uh, but here's the – I turn it around when people say, yeah, but, but I own Microsoft because it – only goes up or i own amazon because i know the company facebook or only I own, went up for a, more than a decade yeah, i own boeing because my father-in-law works there mm-hmm. uh, individual stocks open you up to the potential of yeah a 26 percent loss in one day yeah the chance of default where the company can go away and it does happen it's happened right here in beautiful seattle washington mutual among others mm-hmm and here's the other thing it opens you up to. You won't do better owning individual stocks than just owning the market because there's no one else who picks stocks. 
The professionals don't pick stocks better than owning indexes. So why do you do it? Because I want to do better than everybody else. Yeah. Because I am smarter than everybody else, Tom, and you know mm. it. You mm -hmm. know. You just won't admit it because you're jealous <laughs> of my smartness. Well, that may be true. No, you're way. not. I may be jealous of your intelligence. No, but not of my stock but, picking ability. Yeah, there, nobody does it better than the market over the long haul. Get over it. The only reason to own individual stocks is the exact reason you just said. I'm going to beat the market. I'm going to do better than being in index mm -hmm. funds. And the people that operate mutual funds that do this for a living that have Oh, I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars to do the research, to take pictures of parking lots, to tell how many people are shopping, all those things, all those advantages, and they don't beat the market. 855-935-TALK is our phone number, 855-935-8255. Give us a call, and we'll try to help you make money, make more sense. You can make more money. Maybe. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hello again. Welcome back to our little get-together. I'm Don McDonald over there, over there. Uh, under constant harassment by aircraft from around the world, is Tom Cock. That is doesn't that, that ever concern you correctly? to look up, look up and like see a plane? You know, yeah, strafing no, because these are these are plastic. But it does concern me that a, a, a serious earthquake. I'm probably a goner. I mean, there's some heavy stuff over my head, so that's probably that C-130 oh, come comes down. Plastic is going to rain on you. That's pretty Eight. heavy. Yeah, so would you we'll see. fill them with lead? Or Oh, it's, is that where you keep your gold? Oh, that's where you keep your gold. Like well, that's that, my Bitcoin like sitting up there in the belly. Like that giant $11 million block of gold somebody set in the middle of the street in Central yeah. Park. I saw that, yeah. It's a lot of gold. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call, 855-935-8255, if you have a money-oriented question, as I assume Tom does. Hi, Tom. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Don and Tom. Uh, got a couple of questions. Number one, uh, Tom, can you tell me, you have a small cap, and I think you call it a bonus. Can you give me the ticker symbol for that? That is A for Alpha, V for Victor, U for Uniform, V for Victor, A-V-U-V, -V, Avantis Small Cap Value Exchange Traded Fund. Excellent. Thank you. The other question. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Vanguard uh, tips, is that worth anything? Well, well has, I would I only use really, tip. Yes, like it has a net asset value, so it's worth something. <laughs> no, I would only use okay, a couple of things. Yes, I think tips could add to a portfolio. Depends how the bond portfolio is constructed. Um, I wouldn't run out and buy it today because inflation is here, because you would have had to have already owned it. It really reacts to unexpected inflation. And I would only own it in a tax-qualified account, an IRA, Roth IRA, somewhere like that. I would not own it in a regular brokerage account because it's horribly tax-inefficient. But, yeah, I think there's value in owning tips which are bonds issued by the U.S. government that, as I said, sort of readjust for inflation every six months. Okay, so let's say you have a few dollars and you're tired of playing the CD game. Where would you park it at that would be okay? Oh, Don's got an answer that, for that one. That question. That's too easy. That's that too easy. That question. 
It depends. See, here's what we're doing. And, and this is a normal thing. This is not just you. This is everybody. We think about the investments before we think about the reasons for the investments. We're putting the cart before the horse. What do you want from this money should be the first question you answer. What do you want it to do for you? That's easy because I, I have the uh, VT as well as the uh, WAX. And I have mm-hmm. the uh, BND as well as the total bond. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, I'm trying to, I'm retired and I'm trying to spend everything I make each month. But uh, that doesn't always work. Oh, but the reason I ask that is because if you have it in CDs, the implication, not necessarily the reality, but the implication is I want 100% safety. And no, no matter what happens, I want to make sure that I get my interest and that I can get my money back at the end of that term, no matter what. Is that you? Uh, no, because I have some in Vanguard, uh, uh, what is it, short-term investment grade. Then uh, you know what? And Would how you... much money are we talking about? Yeah. Well, we could be talking up to twenty thousand or more. I mean, I might be. Is, it not, is this not emergency <laughs> money? Is this not emergency money? No. If I want to buy a car, or want to get my kitchen remodeled, then I might go and get it. But it's not. I mean, I got but a if you but if you needed to here's because you you said something really interesting. If you needed to buy the car or remodel the kitchen, could you quickly pull the money out of say that short term bond fund? If I wanted to, or I can pull it out of a Roth. Okay, the reason I say that is because are you married? Yes. So there's two of you. Uh, yes. Do you know that you can buy something better than tips? Uh, that's why I call you. It's a thing called I-bonds. Uh, I got them already. I, oh, I picked right. them ah, when you bought them. Never mind. That was uh, our secret. I, that was my secret. That was the only there, thing yeah. I had left. Mm-hmm. I would just add it to the to the bond fund you already have. That's what I, if this was my money and I was like you described yourself, if it was mine, I would just add it to the short term and the, and the BND, which is an intermediate term. And if you really need the money, you just cash out some of those bond funds or you take the money you need for something out of your rebalancing that, of course, you do every year, right? Correct. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Tom, for the call. Uh, by the way, you're recommending buying bonds right now? I know. I'm, an, I, I, I'm, I'm a contrarian. I'm not. I'm a normal. I'm a normalian. There's this a is lot what is of normal. Chatter about not buying bonds right now because interest rates are going oh. up, Don. So why would I buy bonds now when interest rates are going up? No, they have gone up. Ah. They might. I just looked. Go right up. over in the corner there. They're going right. They're, they yeah, they're, they're might. Still, they're still going. Go, they might go up. <laughs> How far up will it? See, we. Oh, we're going to do one of those. Do not. Oh. oh. I have a third question for you since he only asked two. Oh, what's the third? Well, because you need three questions. Always questions Always three. Always the rule Always. of three. Always. Okay, it's the, the rule, rule of three. Yeah. yeah, okay. What is the carrying weight of a swallow? <laughs> I think the correct response to that is, is that the African or North no, or European variety? Uh, Europe, I said I was starting to say North European. European yeah, you or started African. to say North American. Okay, that is a very, it, there's going to be very it. few people that know that. But they'll, be old. they'll be old. Yeah, they'll be old. They'll be old. They'll be our age. They'll be our age. Type it in the Google machine and you'll find it. 
So anyway. anyway, so you're silly, but yes, I, I and I was being silly with Don. You should always own bonds if you own bonds. Yeah, no, he was harassing me, folks. Yeah, so that was harassment. <laughs> that's you call that uh, harassment? That's harassment. That is nothing. I I want you. I I want him punished. Uh, what was I? I do tell the you? show with you two hours every I week. Know. Isn't that that's enough? punishing <laughs> enough? Eight five five nine three five eight two five five is our phone number. Eight five five. Thanks for the call. Nine three five. Talk yeah yeah Tom, Tom. Thanks for the call. And um, remember, this is really important. You will never ever pick the right thing at the right time. See, everybody wants to do that. It's like, well, well, what should I own now? Given the current circumstances. Well, that's one, but they also look you at their statements know. and say, that one's losing money. I just want everything to go up at the same time. Well, on oh. Thursday, I looked at I, I looked at my statement, which I should not have done. Ron, I know, Ron Lieber, we'll talk about him later. I shouldn't have looked, but I did look, and, and pretty much everything, except my value fund was down. Pretty much International everything. value is having a decent yeah, year, but everything that? else is has gone so down. I am yes. apparently a bad market timer. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. As we talk real money, both on the radio, on Northwest News Radio in Seattle, and on the podcast. Tom and Don are talking real money. Let's find out what's happening on our roads. Let's head to the Dubin Law Group Traffic Center. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Hello. We're back. Yeah, Tom's reminiscing about his past stupidity. You did. You left your bag at the airport plenty, that there's time. There's plenty of it. You got so, so you got to Florida. He goes, I'm so excited to be in Florida. I forgot my yeah. bag. Uh, it, we actually let. Remember, we left it out there at the curb, and it and was still there and when we, we drove went around. Back. We came, oh God! And I was scared because everything is in that yeah. computer. I mean, every eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a call, Scott. You're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, Scott. Hello there, Tom. Tom and Don. Uh, a quick question for you on the U.S. News uh, website where they have Morningstar. It's interesting to see for Mangar's uh, mutual fund for energy that it's done quite well, yet it has a history of negative negativity. It's interesting to see that when all the rest of the Vanguard aren't doing so well right now. What's the uh, ticker on that? Uh well, I don't have that paperwork in front of me, but it, anyway. I'll find the, it. So this is an energy index. mutual it's fund. It's an energy index fund. Okay. It's uh, B-E-N-A-X. That's the Admiral shares. Uh, it is. It, it invests in energy. And, you know, the, here's the thing about sectors. They do well at times. Well, no, but what he's, what he's saying, he's saying this one has done well despite the energy sector not doing well. Whoa. I think that's what I heard. Is no, that what I heard? Yeah, it's done. Ex- it has a, 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 See? Has a history no, but of negativity, too. No, 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 but what, it's done exactly the same. I'm looking at the numbers. It's done exactly. I mean, it's basically tracked the energy industry. It's the index and this exactly mimic one another, except for the difference in the in the expenses. I, I'm looking right at the Morningstar chart. They track together now in 2020 and the energy sector declined 33 percent that was a bad year for energy 
But in 2021, it was a 56% gain. And just to clarify, we, this is not the kind of investing that we recommend. Because this is this not is, investing anymore; it's gambling. In, it's just, yeah. This is you're you're purchasing a sector with the idea that well, it, it has to rebound because it went down because people were driving less; they're driving more. It's that's speculative. I don't know what the expense ratio. I'm sure it's still oh, reasonable point because one. it's vain. Point one. Yeah, so it's low. But again, this is just it's it's making a bet on a particular part of the economy. We do not recommend that. And it is primarily betting a betting. For oil, because the oh my gosh, Exxon Mobil is twenty percent of the portfolio. Ooh. Conoco is Conoco, or Chevron is nineteen eighteen percent. Conoco Phillips is eight percent. Schlumberger so is three percent. Uh, that's almost fifty percent of the fund right it, there in those first four issues. Right. So it's very, 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 very focused on oil. If oil prices rise, as they have over the past year and a half. Our year and a quarter, then this fund is going to do incredibly well. But what happens You'll when be oil like throwing falls? gas on the fire at that point? Kind of like that, yeah. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> let let that one go. Uh, and uh, and when it, oil doesn't do well, it's not going to do well. Now the long term potential for this. Think about it for a minute. It's not good. Because in this year, aren't there like a ton new electric cars? I mean, we're kind of heading away we're, from we're consumption right to, of oil. We're getting right to, to that, 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 the cusp of a change. The tipping point, I think they call there, it. There, so. There's going to be some sort of a tipping point. Now, companies like Exxon are investing a lot in alternative energy. So, yeah. you know, they'll be, they'll probably survive. But for these big gains, these things, no one would have guessed when oil was sell selling for negative dollars a barrel. That's right. We were going to buy a whole tanker at that point, right? Well, they were going to pay us to buy the tanker. That's right. We we're going to set it right outside there. Uh, and start no one would have guessed that oil would go from where it was then to where it is today. It's it's this is a speculative place, and you don't want to play there. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for. Calling. By the way, oil had the best week of any security this week well yeah did you look at the gas station down the street i try not to because it's painful every time i go there it's so i think funny. i'm paying more than four bucks or something now it's ridiculous I, I i around christmas i took a trip up to saint augustine to see my kids and grandkids and i went to a sam's on the way mm -hmm. and i paid like two dollars and seventy cents a gallon yeah and then I got back home and it was three fifteen, which is okay. And then this week it's three fifty a gallon. I think, I, as I say, I think I just paid four the other day. So again, this is the this is the game we play with oil prices. We've been doing this since nineteen seventy four. Eight five five nine three five. Talk call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Northwest News Radio one thousand FM ninety seven seven. And is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V E S T O R Y.com. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And some of the most important conversation you're going to find anywhere on the radio continues. And by the way, even in the metaverse. Good Lord. I'm not even sure never, what a this metaverse is, close, is yet. This is as close as I'm ever going to get to the metaverse is my take. So well, ain't going to yeah, happen. Yeah, I have to bring you 
kicking and screaming. <laughs> I have a computer now, and I, I have, what's this thing called? FaceTime or something? Yeah, it works. Yeah, so okay. I got that and a microphone. You got he still doesn't get it. Uh, 855-935-TALK is the old-fashioned way to call us. <laughs> it works. It's the up. old tech. Well, it's actually not old tech anymore. It's kind of fascinating when you, you you look around. You think about when we were younger and everything had to go through a wire. And yeah, good luck finding a wire. TL four eighty nine hundred. Sure. Yeah. You actually had a number that with letters that you remember. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. And I thought I was it's older still written, than you. Still written down somewhere, I think. Just oh, to be sure. I swear I'm older than you. I never am. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's go to our next caller, shall we? Yeah, good idea. Good Bob idea. is on the line waiting to talk with you, Tom. Bob, Thanks, welcome Bob. to the show. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. This is Bob calling you for my black rotary dial desk phone. Ooh. <laughs> you, oh, okay. He gets the crown of Luddite. Luddite extraordinaire. <laughs> It would sound different, but go ahead. Thanks, Bob. (laughs) I have a son who is 20, and he recently started working for a municipal employer. They offer a defined benefit pension plan, Mm. and they also offer a 457, and I have never worked for an employer that offered a 457, so I don't know much about them. And I'm kind of curious if I could get a little primer on them. How do I know if it's a good plan or not? What the fees and costs might be? What what's a what's a high fee? What's a good fee? Well, with a 457, first thing you need to think is 401k. Same deal, except operated by, uh, as you just government. mentioned, government entities. Okay. In terms of whether or not he should participate, I think at age 20, Uh absolutely. I mean, might the fees be higher than what you get at XYZ Corporation in a 401k? Maybe. Can I modify modify that answer just a little bit? I have a slightly different opinion. Just a little. Uh, Just a little. Uh, Because he's got the the defined benefit plan, the old-fashioned pension, that's nice. But that means that this is not going to get any match to the 457. It's just going to be his money going in. And I have to tell you that if, unless he can afford to invest beyond $6,000 a year, I would be tempted to start with the Roth, his own Roth, in really inexpensive ETFs or funds, really inexpensive index ETFs or funds, like the Vanguard Total Stock Index or the combination of the Fidelity Total Funds or the Schwab Total Funds or whatever it might be, and do that first. And then if he has anything per year left over above that 6000 then he can put away for retirement. That can go into the 457. But again, I would want to look at the quality of the, the investments. I still would. What are they? Are they are they expensive, actively managed funds? Well, okay, but Bob want to know what we considered expensive. Anything over about half a percent is expensive. Oh, that's funny. I was just thinking the same thing, 0.5. If they're more than that, then I like Don's advice, sure. I even, like Don's, I even like Don's advice if they're 0.2 because you can get yeah, ETFs you, that are yeah. at 0.04. He could go open a Roth IRA just because we know the numbers at Vanguard own VT for I think it's like – Point one, point point, nine, point zero nine. No, if, yeah, no, point zero three or eight zero four. It's very, like very, that. very inexpensive. So that would be. I think that's no, a good starting point. Yeah. So um, okay. that makes sense. Are there help? Are the yeah, uh, that is helpful. Uh, are there? Would they typically offer 
Uh, also Roth 457s? No. I don't I, think I so. I don't think I've ever seen one. I mean, they might. I don't know, but I've never, never seen one. Okay. Oh, oh! I lied about Vanguard Total. You were closer to how much? Point oh eight. Point oh eight. Eight basis points. Roth, four five seven. You know, I don't. I've I've never seen one. Have I've you? Come, I have not come across it. Um, no, and I'm not seeing it here either. Yeah, yeah. Some oh, some yeah, places it do permits offer. It. Yep. Yeah, it it's permitted. So if they had it, that'd be great. But still. Unless they are using the least expensive mutual funds or ETFs out there, like the index funds from Vanguard, Fidelity, Schwab, iShares, those guys, um, I'd still be tempted to do the cheaper Roth because it gives you a lot more control. um, And then do the 457 with a little bit over and above that. He needs to sit down and budget and see how much per month he can put away for retirement. If it's less than 6,000 Roth, if it's more than 6,000 combo Roth, 457, thanks for the call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey there, I'm Don. And I'm Tom from Talking Real Money. You may think you understand your investment. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hi, it's those two guys on the radio or on the podcast who talk about money all the time. You know them, you know? Some people, for some strange reason, and I'm not sure why, compare compare them to the tar, the car talk guys. I don't, why would they do that? Somebody's actually, yeah, we're, we're still, we've had that we're still doing the show. We have, we're still yeah. doing the show. And we're both still alive. So that's Well, they were older than we are now. Okay. Okay. Right, so yeah, we, got a, enough, but... we got a good 10 years left in us, don't we? I, I'll do this show until they tell me I can't, but that's just me. Well, that, I like then, doing then, it. then that was Friday. They just <laughs> and you just <laughs> paid no up. attention. <laughs> I didn't answer the door. Somebody was the there knocking. <laughs> it's over. Speaking it of which, that's how I got fired from Business Radio Network. The guy knocked on my door. The, Dropped the, the evening, thing and ran the evening before my my show and said, oh, oh, "By the way, nice. you're fired. We sold your program. Don't um, don't be on tomorrow. So no, don't be on bother. tonight." That was when I was doing nights. Uh, 855-935-8255 is our phone number. (laughs) Scott, you're next. Welcome to the show. Hey, Hey, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Glad you're done. I I have just one quick question on, um, I was a Fidelity investor. I'm still a Fidelity investment guy, and I had it in there. I had it in there, value growth or whatever, um, aggressive growth, I would say. And then I switched it. To uh, Brookshire Hathaway A, and, and uh, I, I wanted to know your opinion on Brookshire Hathaway A, and that's all I have now is Brookshire Hathaway A. That you mean like Warren Buffett's? Yeah, Berkshire that's Hathaway the one he's talking a? about. A shares, not B shares. A shares is the big one. Yeah, yeah. A shares is the big one. What's yeah. my opinion? I mean, <laughs> I. Mm. The guy who runs it, I think, even tells people just go own an index fund or something. He does, but um, yeah, I mean, they've done well. They haven't done as well the last fifteen years. They did the. 30 odd years before that um i mean let's but uh-huh. it's it a is value a very fund. and it is a very very small it's a company that owns companies it's not a mutual yeah, fund correct. it's yeah, a it's company a that different. owns companies you know, but it is a very very non-diversified investment it's not well diversified 
It's mainly big industrials yeah. and insurance. Yeah. It, it's it really is not. big industrials with Duracell and it's a conglomerate, right? It's a it's a conglomerate, yeah, but it's, it's it. like buying a it's it's in essence buying a big company that that is in a lot of different businesses. So what you're doing is you're betting on one stock. Berkshire really is just yeah. one stock. It's like, you know, uh, a good, good example is probably GE when it was in the business it's of funny. I was just uh, thinking jet that, yeah. engines and technology and power plants loans. and loans and financial services and all these things. GE was not just one company. It was a company of a lot of companies. And that's what Berkshire is. So it's to me, it's almost identical to just owning a giant company, a single company, and you are subject to the risks of owning a single company, and we believe those risks are way too high. And it hasn't done that well lately. Well, the last 15 years have been harder. I mean, I think you could have just owned the Vanguard Value Index Fund and made more than Berkshire Hathaway performed. So, And remember, that's a lot less risk to be in an index fund because you own a lot more securities. As Don correctly points out, when you own Berkshire Hathaway, you really own one security. It truly is one stock. Um. And we, we yeah. really do. If you've listened to the show for any period of time, you know we would rather see you massively diversified and not in a stock picker fund like your aggressive growth fund, but in a stock index fund. Even as aggressive, I mean, however, I don't care how aggressive you are. If you want to be super aggressive, then go put a lot in small cap value or have some emergings. But diversify like crazy, which I don't believe you're doing right now. And you, you can go to TalkingRealMoney.com, and you can see our our free index fund portfolio at Fidelity. It's right up there. So take advantage of that. Yeah. No, I, 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 think, it's, I think it's a mistake, personally. I would not own Berkshire Hathaway. I will never do it. Would I never have, never will. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Joanna, you're next. Uh, hello. Joanna? I am calling, I'm I'm a senior, a widow, and I'm calling about an IRA account. It was just brought to my attention that no children involved, my husband and myself, we've been each other's beneficiary. Well, he has passed away and there is nobody on there. What is the best advice you can give me now? Do I have to put specific charitable organizations, a trust fund, or uh, without it going to probate and losing most of it? Do you understand? Am I explaining yeah, that? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I do understand. Would if, if it was my money and I knew what charities I wanted it to go to, yes, I would make explicit those beneficiaries explicit, no question. If the money instead goes into your estate, remembering that IRAs bypass, there's a direct move from the IRA to the beneficiary, so it doesn't have to go through the estate. But if it did, in your case, and it went to the estate, et cetera, et cetera, does it make it more complicated and the potential for messing things up? Absolutely. Uh, but remember, if you leave the money to a charity, there's not going to be any tax ramification, whether it goes directly from the IRA or goes into a trust and then to the IRA. I mean, and then to the the charity. That's not going to matter because they don't pay tax on that anyway. So 100% goes to the charity. Correct. Correct. Is that what you're yep. saying? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. I do not have a trust. Which would you? Does it matter? What is? What does that? How mean? big is your estate? How how big will your estate be? Roughly. Uh, 
my investments are one thing, but the chair, uh, IRA is about a, a million and 30000 Okay, so you have other investments that are going to go to other people. Is that correct, too? Yes. You're getting Almost to the enough. point where you might want to, you, you probably do want to bring yeah. an attorney in because there could be not only savings for you, but uh, uh, less hassle for heirs and the recipients of those assets if you have them properly. At least look at the options between a trust and just uh, a standard probate and, and using beneficiaries. Remembering that the great state of Washington only gives you an exemption up to two million, I think. Yeah. So anything over that, you're going to you may pay a state. It, it gets messy. So do I think you're a good candidate to at least go see someone to talk about it? Absolutely, mm-hmm. I would recommend that highly. And uh, they can give you specific legal advice, which of course we don't like doing on this show. Don't like, can't. <laughs> Are we incapable can do of doing. Boy. We could do it, but no, I, we I can't. We'd be bad at it. Uh, Don't listen yeah. to us for legal stuff. Thanks. So, Good luck, anyway, Joanne. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling. That's something people forget about their IRAs. By the way, that that the money goes directly from the IRA to the recipients. So if you and you can have a brokerage account the same way with a transfer on death TOD on that account, go directly from the account to the person you want it to go to. So you can set it up that way, so you don't have to worry about estate planning per se. Yeah, I was just looking up Berkshire Hathaway's long-term returns. Um, they have, you know, over 10 years, they've averaged about 15% per year, which is comparable with equities. Over the last 10. Over the last 10. Over mm-hmm. a broadly based, pretty close. But the, the fact of the matter is the risks are higher. You What's focus, the standard deviation? I don't even have that because it's a it's it's a stock. I would have to calculate Oh, that's a good that. point. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so it's harder to figure out. But... but I I know I came back to that again. Hey, our number is 855-935-TALK. Remember, you can call that number on Saturdays when we're live on Northwest News Radio or anytime, and we'll answer your questions on our podcast. Tom and Don are talking real money. Let's find out what's happening on our roads. Let's head to the Dubin Law Group Traffic Center. At some point, most investors need professional financial guidance. So get a little bit of free help or a lifetime of affordable 100% fiduciary guidance at vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Because we want you to do all the things you do with money better. That's really important. We don't we don't want you to fritter away your money. We don't want you to pay big commissions. We don't want you to get ripped off. We don't want you to have messy portfolios. We want you to follow the science, to follow the research, to do the things that are best for you, your family, and your long-term future. And <laughs> I, I got a question on yesterday's podcast from somebody who said, you know what? I, I love the show, but I really hate these long and involved questions where somebody goes through their entire portfolio and they really should save that for a meeting with one of your advisors. And that's why one of the reasons why we offer that, because sometimes your questions and your issues are bigger than we can handle in the course of a show or a podcast. That's why we we want you to contact our advisors and use them for free. No obligation. Just set up an appointment at vestory.com. 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?